The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The word of God we want to consider today is our gospel reading for this past Sunday, the 16th Sunday after Pentecost. We're looking at Luke chapter 14, verses 25 to 33, especially the end of that section. Luke writes, Large crowds were traveling with Jesus, and turning to them, he said, If anyone comes to me and does not hate his father and mother, his wife and children, his brothers and sisters, yes, even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. And anyone who does not carry his cross and follow me cannot be my disciple. Suppose one of you wants to build a tower. Will he not first follow? Will he not first sit down and estimate the cost to see if he has enough money to complete it? For if he lays the foundation and is not able to finish it, everyone who sees it will ridicule him, saying, this fellow began to build and was not able to finish. Or suppose a king is about to go to war against another king. Will he not first sit down and consider whether he is able with 10,000 men to oppose the one coming against him with 20,000? If he is not able, he will send a delegation while the other is still a long way off and will ask, for terms of peace. In the same way, any of you who does not give up everything he has cannot be my disciple. My dear friends in Christ, it's hard to be a Christian. It's not easy living as a believing child of God in, in the sinful world in which we live. We've, we've all heard people make comments like that, and scripture does say we must, through much tribulation, enter into the kingdom of God. And as we look at this reading, well, some of the hardships and the troubles that we face while living in this sinful world, they can come from people that we know and love, from family and friends, and because those hardships and troubles come from people close to us, that's when those problems can really hurt and really hit home. If, for example, your spouse or your child or a parent or a friend or a co-worker, if, if they don't believe in Jesus as the Savior, that could make life tough on you if you want to stand up for Jesus. And if for some reason your spouse or your child or your parent or a co-worker or a friend maybe was someone who did believe in Jesus but ended up rejecting the faith, ended up rejecting the Savior because, well, he or she just didn't want to accept what the Bible says about what sin is or or because that person just simply wanted to live a life that's contrary to God's word, well, it can be tough for us under those circumstances if we want to stand up, stand up for Jesus as, well, Jesus wants us to do, to always live our faith, to stand up for Jesus. And Jesus did say, 
Whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me, and whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Again, that's tough. But what Jesus is looking for in us is commitment and dedication in our lives as believing children of God. Well, Jesus' next illustration in our reading, it has a king considering whether or not he would go to war against another king. Again, the picture here is of our Christian life. Living the Christian life means that we're constantly going to be fighting a war, fighting the good fight of faith. And the enemy that we'll be fighting against, well, that's Satan, the devil, the unbelieving world around us and, and our own sinful flesh. And on our own, fighting against the devil, the world, and our sinful flesh, we'd be severely outnumbered 10,000 to 20,000. Well, it'd be worse than that. The forces of Satan and sin against me on my own, there's no chance there. Me on my own. But you see, what Jesus isn't encouraging us here to do is to say, hey, we're outnumbered. We might as well give up. Or we might as well surrender in this battle. Rather, whenever the enemy seems too powerful for us, and on our own, he would always seem too powerful for us, then let's continue looking to Christ, our Savior. Let's look to Christ's cross because Christ has already won the victory for us with his sinless life and his death on the cross and his victorious resurrection from the dead. He already won the victory for us. He already defeated the enemy. Jesus said, and anyone who does not carry his cross and follow me cannot be my disciple. Oh, we usually look at these words and when we hear Jesus saying we need to carry our cross, we understand that, rightfully so, as saying that what we need to do is we need to accept the trials and troubles, the tribulations that we face living in this sinful world. Go through that much tribulation to enter into the kingdom of God. But when I hear Jesus saying this, I also hear him saying, look to Christ's cross. Look to Christ's cross and be sure of your salvation. Oh, we'll sing to the old rugged cross. I will ever be true and shame and reproach gladly bear. Then he'll call me someday to my home far away where his glory forever I'll share. So I'll cherish the old rugged cross till my trophies at last I lay down. I will cling to the old rugged cross and exchange it someday for a crown. And see now, that hymn, it's not really talking about 
carrying our cross and accepting the trials and troubles, the persecution that we might face as believing children of God. What that hymn is really expressing is the hope and the joy and the confidence that we have because of Christ's cross, carrying the cross. Oh, think of that as boldly, boldly expressing your faith and saying, in the cross of Christ I glory because there I know what Jesus did is he did everything for my salvation. So let's look to Christ's cross and be absolutely sure of the salvation that Christ won for us there. Amen. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, when personal problems threaten us, when people close to us might challenge or question our faith, help us always to look to Christ. Help us always to know that in him is the answer, the eternal answer. We pray in his name, amen. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Amen.